Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Uh, I saw a tweet from Jesse Kelly uh, yesterday who said, hey, uh, just a heads up, that patriotic, quote unquote, patriotic friend of yours that you're currently texting about protesting Trump's arrest in New York City. Yeah, that's a federal informant. And your text messages from today are going to be read out loud in front of a jury of 12 New York City communists who hate you. (laughs) Just a heads up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you don't think this is going to be used, right, the calls for protest, if you don't, th- like, you're, why would you go to the heart of commie land and challenge the authorities there, knowing what they've just done to the J6 people? Right, Donald Trump telling people to go protest in New York City because he's facing arrest, which is a leaked rumor. That's what he's based all of this on. Like, it's hard for me to even... It's hard for me to even care, honestly, because it hasn't happened yet. I appreciate the heads up, I guess, but like until it happens, it hasn't happened. I know I'm stating the obvious here. All right, let me get Rich on the program. Hello, Rich. Welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging on. Hi. Hey, what's up? I just got a couple points. One is it didn't happen with Clinton. It happened with, uh, who knows, but Jefferson, Kennedy, there's hundreds. Anyhow, I'm not saying it's okay. It's not. It's disgraceful if he did that. The other problem is this is a trial by media. Again, it's sickening. They need to stop. That's all I'm saying. They need to do the trial, and then we judge him. We can't judge him in the media like we're doing. So he didn't for, do anything. He hasn't been proven of anything. Well, no, he did He did spend the money to the as a hush, uh, hush money, whatever. But I don't know if that was for... What, what exactly it was for? It could have just been a nuisance settlement, exactly. and it could, or it could have been to shut her up about the affair that they had. I don't know. I don't know. And, and but to me, it 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 hasn't mattered because the American people, as I said earlier, have adopted the standard that it doesn't matter to them. They don't care anymore. So, as, and your point about um, Jefferson and Kennedy, uh, but the difference in those circumstances was that uh, those affairs were kept secret, right? I mean, even with like Kennedy, where you had people that actively buried the story and covered it up and wouldn't report on it because they all knew if they did report on it, it would end his political career, right? So that's why they didn't, that's why they covered for him. Well, baked into that story is the acknowledgement that it was a fireable offense, essentially, that this would destroy them. And it no longer is. One more point. Yeah. I just have one more point. Trump was not president. The others were. This is not a, a, a situation. We're calling it a presidential, um, whatever, step out of bounds or whatever. He wasn't president. No, he was running for, but he was no, he was running for office, and that's when it all yeah. came out. But it doesn't. So wait, hang on a second, Rich. So you're saying that there's some sort of an ethical line that should be observed here because he didn't do it after he got inaugurated? I'm saying that that acting unpresidential can't be accused to 
a non-president. I'm, I, I have, don't think I've ever said the word unpresidential. I said it's immoral, it's unethical, it's scuzzy. It's all of those things. No, no what you said was you, you put it in the frame that because he was president, he shouldn't have been acting like that. I didn't say that. I said it's scuzzy, immoral, unethical behavior, but people voted for him anyway. Now, you said we accept our presidents to behave like this. We did. We, we elected him after knowing that information. Voters put him into the White House. Right. He wasn't president when he did it. That doesn't matter. Are you saying it's, are you saying it's, it's not, are you saying that makes it ethical? No. Okay. I'm saying that, number one, we don't know that he did it. Number two, we don't know why he paid her off. And number three... He, we're saying that a president shouldn't act like that. He wasn't the president. He be, you realize he became president, right? Yeah. Yeah. People voted for him knowing that story. They voted for him knowing that story. I, again, have never said yeah, the word unpresidential. It doesn't matter to me whether he, whether he diddled the porn star before or after Inauguration Day, Rich. The ethics are the same. The ethics are the same. Uh... Look, I get it. You like Trump. I get it. You like Trump, and you want to frame this in the best way for him. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want Trump to run. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said you're trying to frame this in the best way for him. I'm trying to say that we are running down a road where we are allowing the media to judge people and and circumventing our judicial system. I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's right. I, it, it, we're opening the door for the Democrats to do what they're doing with with Trump. Well, then why would he? Then why did he? He did it, but he did this. Trump yeah, did, this. did this. Yeah. But so wait, so now, so now it's now it's the media's fault because Donald Trump put this out we there. Don't know if he did it, Pete? Huh? We don't know if he did anything. He put it out there. He tweeted this, or he uh, he truth socialed it out. He's the reason we're talking about this, not the media. He's the reason. He did this. He tweeted out that he had relations with Stormy. No, he tweeted out that he's being that he's going to be arrested on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. He is. He brought this attention to this story because he hasn't been indicted. That was in the media before that. He hasn't been indicted on anything. As of right now, there is no indictment against him. He has not been arrested. The only reason we are talking about it is because he said he might be arrested, and that's based off of a leaked rumor to him. I, okay. Yeah, but he's the reason we're talking about it, Rich. Not, there, this isn't the media's fault. I don't know what else to tell you. His, his lawyer went to jail for it. We know that the money was paid. That is true. The money got paid, and Cohen says it got paid because it was an affair. But, but Cohen is a liar, so who knows? But so is Trump, so who knows? Right? Right. I don't. I mean, but right. but again, to me, this none of this matters because it's already baked into the equation for Donald Trump. People knew this about yeah. him, and they elected him anyway. That's the standard. So no, the, the personal right. stuff doesn't care. The unethical behavior, the immoral acts, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. At least when it comes to infidelity. I appreciate the call, Rich. It, like, that's that's my only point. I never said the word unpresidential. Doesn't because it doesn't matter. It's it's a lack of ethics. It's a lack of morality. Right. The guy wrote a book about all of the women he stooped. Right. 
and about how he would, what do we call it, his Vietnam, right? Where this was his Vietnam, trying to avoid STDs in the 70s. <laughs> that was his Vietnam. That's what he said. Like, I'm not making this stuff up. It's, look, this is the guy for all of his, you know, for all of his faults and all of his benefits and all of his good qualities, whatever. I'm, I, but I'm not. I'm not here to gaslight people or to or to pretend that these things and these uh, uh, these stories weren't true. That he didn't say these things. He didn't brag about doing this stuff. I, I, you can find somebody else to lie to you like that. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But I can also recognize that the left is going down a very dangerous road here, as is evidence. I would submit by the universal adoption of this degraded standard, thanks to Bill Clinton, because Bill Clinton was for abortion, and that is all that matters. And so we all had to tear down this framework of ethics that said, no, uh, you shouldn't engage in these kinds of, uh, of uh, affairs, these, these kinds of immoral acts. You should not be doing these things as president. Now, oh, he wasn't, Trump wasn't president, so it's fine. So he can, you know, he, he can have as much, uh, as many affairs as he wanted to ahead of time, and it's totally fine. The ethical standard is the same to me. It doesn't have to be to you. It obviously isn't to the, to the majority of Americans, but to me, it is. To me, the ethical standard is the same. And when people put him in office, and then, and by the way, and the other choice was Hillary Clinton, right? <laughs> so you're looking at, all right, so... You really don't have much of a choice on these if you're, you know, going to vote based on like an ethical standard as it relates to this issue. But that's all the universal adoption of the standard. I think we are worse off for it. That's my concern. Also, um, this is from Pedro Gonzalez, politics editor at Chronicle magazine. He says Trump walked his supporters into a trap set by his enemies on January 6th. And now he's asking them to walk into another trap by demanding they take to the streets for him. Meanwhile, the only person that could perhaps help Trump is Ron DeSantis, who Trump just launched a witch hunt against with an ethics complaint. But if he does help Trump, despite that, though it's not even clear he can, it'll likely hurt him as he eyes a presidential run himself, and it helps guarantee a Biden victory. Trump only delivers one gift after another to the Democratic Party and its allies. I will say there is a... There are there is a bit of an overlap in the people that claim to be never Trump and and those who are only Trump. There are a lot. There's a lot of overlap here in the positions being taken. And a lot of people, by the way, who claim to be never Trump really, really love Trump. They need Donald Trump. Absolutely. Media people need Donald Trump. The U.S. Constitution does not list the absence of a criminal record as a qualification for the presidency. It says only that natural-born citizens who are at least 35 years old and have been a resident of the U.S. for 14 years can run for president. In fact, Eugene V. Debs, right, 1920, Socialist Party presidential candidate, ran for president while in jail because he was uh, he had sedition charges against him for his opposition to World War One. Kilgore says that Trump clearly benefited from both of his congressional impeachments among rank-and-file Republicans, and Trump's base has been instructed for years that the deep state, with its tentacles extending into every branch of government, is determined to remove him from the picture in order to resume its persecution of patriots and its globalist destruction of the U.S. By the way, Kilgore seems to be a lefty. Um, But he concludes this piece by saying that it may not go over... 
uh, as well with general election swing voters. And if Republican elites or even rank and file conservatives are worried about the electability of their 2024 nominee, Trump's ensnarement in multiple criminal investigations could become a source of strength for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who may be as terrifyingly authoritarian as his famous famous constituent in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. He's worse than Trump. We are at that stage. So DeSantis is worse than Trump. And Trump was worse than McCain, who was worse than Romney. Or sorry, Romney was worse than McCain, who was worse than Bush, who was worse than Cheney, who was worse than Hitler, who was worse than Stalin. And Mer- right. So it's always worse. That's the thing to keep in mind here. The next Republican candidate is always worse than the worst. They're always worse for these lefties. So Ron DeSantis was being goaded into, pressured into, into issuing a statement this weekend. Where's Ron DeSantis commenting on this rumor? Well, be careful what you wish for, Trump world. Because DeSantis was asked this question today at a press conference. Tradition to New York. So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponize their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. <laughs> but what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about po- porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad, but the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers, ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions, that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime and they empower criminals, and that hurts people. It hurts a lot of people every single day. These Soros district attorneys are a menace to society, and I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one from office during my tenure. All right, so there was DeSantis today asked about the topic, and now, of course, the Trump world folks are mad at that answer because of the dig at the, I don't know about anything about porn star hush money. No, I'd imagine most people do not either. <laughs> but he spent virtually the entire clip, two minutes out of the two minute, 10 second clip, right? He's talking about the Soros DAs being a menace to society. And he's exactly right. And right, let me go over here and get Jim on. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the program. 
Hey, Pete. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I, I think one of the reasons it's heating up on Trump continually uh, is this Comer committee in the House, mm-hmm. my humble opinion, is real close to having impeachable material against Mr. Uh, 50-year career D.C. Biden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got the story in the stack here as well. And uh, I, 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 I can obviously see the political benefit of the distraction. Now, was that coordinated? I don't know. Um, but there is there is a definite benefit to us being distracted off of that story, uh, which seems like it's about ready to pop because the money, uh, the money trail, you know, follow the money. The money trail is there. And um, and again, this it goes back to the same thing I was talking about earlier, the adoption of the new standard. You guys impeached Donald Trump twice. You best be ready for the next impeachment that's coming because it's going to be against Joe Biden, as it should be. But, Pete, Pete, I don't think anything will happen with the split Senate. Mm -hmm. Uh, The House could pass it. But but let me tell you something. I don't care. See, but, Jim, that's it doesn't matter. You don't need to remove him from office. All you need to do is file the articles of impeachment. Because then that puts a stain on his legacy forever and ever and ever, just like they did with Trump. And maybe we impeach him three times, so he'll be the most impeached president. Or Nixon, in which Nixon resigned. Yeah, he was the sucker. (laughs) Pete, the left is still talking about Nixon's uh, being removed from office. They call it, they just refer to it as Watergate. Mm -hmm. There's a DJ at the NPR affiliate, Isothermal in Ruffton County. I enjoy listening to the music, but... Of course, I can't stand the politics behind it. But he talks about the best music since from the period World War II to Watergate. Mm. He continually mentions it on every program he does. And I sent him an email one time. I said, do you have to continue using the word Watergate? Or what's that all about? And he just kind of gave me a non-answer. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know why. Because it is it is this thing of legend. Uh, Jim, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the call. That was the apex of their power, right? They took out a president, and they've been trying ever since to replicate it. Woodward and Bernstein lives in all of us. All right, are you prepared for a disaster? Do you need some advice? Are you looking for a military surplus that's real? Well, for more than three decades, the answer has been Old Grouch's military surplus in downtown Clyde. It is an old school, traditional store. It's got a mix of modern and vintage items. See my friend Tim? He'll hook you up. He gets new stuff in all the time, American made, because it's real military surplus. Camo, shirts, hats, customized dog tags, gear. Old Grouches on Main Street, downtown Clyde, across the street from the anti-aircraft gun. The shop is open Monday through Saturday and all the time at oldgrouch.com. Uh, so people now are very mad at Ron DeSantis. They were mad that he didn't make a comment. They were calling him over the weekend Ron DeSilence because he wasn't saying anything. And he's supposed to what come out and say, I will prevent extradition of Donald Trump to New York, which he cannot do. But um, like there were demands that he do that. And by the way, Donald Trump has said that he would he would surrender himself. His lawyers say that like if this happens, there's not going to be some sort of standoff between Secret Service and law enforcement from New York or whatever. So I mean, Trump's not fighting. He's he, he's going to go up and turn himself in. But he was calling for everybody to protest up there. And what people like Jesse Kelly and me, what we have been advising is. Probably not a good idea to go up into Liberlandia, New York City, and uh, uh, start mixing it up with the uh, with the government agents up there. 
who will do to you what they did to the J6 people. That's the recommendation. You are free to do whatever you would like to do. But just a heads up, as Jesse Kelly pointed out, if you're uh, sending text messages to that quote-unquote patriot friend of yours that's talking about uh, engaging in some sort of riotous behavior and protest, uh, that guy's probably a Fed or an informant. <laughs> you just probably keep that in mind. Um, so Ron DeSantis makes his comment, by the way, and I'm supposed to be mad that he that he uh, called it uh, porn star hush money, and he doesn't know anything about that, and people are mad at him because he made that dig at Trump. You guys have been calling DeSantis a pedophile. What? Right, like everybody lives by the standards. You don't get to have a different standard. Same thing I say to the leftists, right? You guys have been degrading our standards and the norms. You guys have been tearing down these, uh, you know, the, these uh, uh, foundations of the society, these institutions, these frameworks, these ethics. You guys have been doing a lot of work over the decades. So you don't get to complain when a guy like Trump shows up on the scene <laughs> and uses all of your standards or lack thereof and uses them now to win power and defeat you. These are your rules. 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Yes, I am on board. Let's see more uh, Let's see more weaponized DA's offices around the United States uh, targeting leftists. Let's see more of that. Why not? What could go wrong? Okay. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Hello, Jim. Hey, Pete. How hey, are you? Hey, I'm good. What's I, up? I got it. So just a couple things. So as DeSantis said, we all agree, you agree, that obviously these potential charges are politically motivated. If well, from what if so? First, there's a couple of big ifs. First off, is the if this is what is actually being contemplated? Like, is this? Are they going to try to elevate this um, this misdemeanor that has already expired the statute of limitations? Is that what they're actually going to try to go for? This felony uh, and connect it into a campaign finance violation. If that's the case, then yes, this is, it's very weak and it is a reach to say the least. Yeah. 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 And I think, and, and you know what, if I was a billionaire and I lived the life that Trump did personally and professionally, and if this is the best that you can come up with, I mean, the man's had his personal and business life taken apart with tweezers and a microscope. <laughs> and this is what we're, this is what we're down to. Right. Well, you know, it's funny, Jim, I'm seeing that same, that same commentary, that same criticism is coming from leftists. They're very, very mad. They're like, of all the things that they totally believe Donald Trump is guilty of doing. And they're like, this is what you're bringing. It's, I, I was just reminded of over the weekend, like the walls keep closing in, right? They keep saying this about Trump. Like, how big is this freaking room where the walls have been closing in for five years and he's still yeah, not yeah. arrested for but, anything? But the, but the other thing I wanted to touch on, though, was, and I agree with you usually 98% of the time, but I didn't get the handbook, the conservative protest handbook that says on page five, never go protest in a Democrat-run city or a Democrat state. So I don't think there's anywhere in the country. So if, if Obama was arrested tomorrow anywhere in the United States, there would be a lefty turnout mm -hmm. to protest that event. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I didn't realize that there's certain places that we can't go. No, you can. Jim, did you, not hear, did you not hear me tell you specifically you are free to go and do that? Well, I specifically said that. Every time I have said what, what my recommendation would be, because Donald Trump is calling on his people to go protest. 
in D- in New York. And what so you say, you say well, you, you're saying though that we're falling into the trap that that's a trap. No, I didn't that's say that's a trap. I said that was Pedro. Uh, what was his name? Pedro okay. Gonzalez. He said that because th- there are people who were big Trump world supporters, big fans of Donald Trump, were at January 6th, and they feel betrayed by him. Now, I wasn't at January 6th, but so I don't feel betrayed by him, but there are people that do. And so I would just submit that he had a chance to pardon J6 protesters. I'm not talking like the worst violators or anything. I'm saying the people that like got like where Capitol Police opened the door and let them wander in. They took pictures and then they left. And those people now got sentenced to six months and they got a criminal record. Right. They went to jail where they've been held and they still haven't even uh, been. uh, They still haven't even faced trial yet. It's been like a year or two. Right. So they're being held. And Trump hasn't. Trump has not advocated for them. Trump had he did not pardon anybody, right? So if that's the way he's got and you don't you can argue that he shouldn't have to. But well, my only question is why would you do about- why would you go and submit yourself to that same sort of a scenario knowing that this is what would be in store for you? I would say first off, he probably what did he have? 14 days to to pardon somebody? I mean, he was only president for another 2 weeks after the event. So so it, it, it's shaken out, you know, uh, quite a bit since then. He could have issued a, he could have pardoned people. Well, well, I don't, well, again, my, my, the reason I called was to make the point about, I, I disagree with you that, you know, you can't go or you're, I know you did advise us not to go, but you're just saying potentially what could happen. I've seen Trump talk to the, the police officers and the firefighters up in New York. I mean, mm-hmm. It's not its not an entirely, you know, lefty stronghold. There's a lot of support up there as well. And as a Trump guy, I don't have a way, I don't have a problem with the way DeSantis handled it. I thought he, I thought he answered it great as he typically usually does. He's Trump light to me. I mean, he's, he's the number two choice, but I think if the Dems weren't deathly afraid, as a previous caller said, that Trump had a shot at getting back in the white house, this stuff would stop. But it's just going to go on and on and on until we find out he wrote something in somebody's yearbook back in right. the <laughs> Well, the, yeah, that's the, all I got to say. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Well, always remember, you know, Donald Trump is the worst unless uh, Ron DeSantis needs to be the worst. That is right now. There's like there's a competition in the lefty land about who is worse, who's the bigger tyrant, and I think it's just going to depend on who gets the nomination. <laughs> who's ahead in the polls, right? right exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Jim, I appreciate Thank the call. You. Yeah, man, thanks. Thank look, uh, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to tell anybody, look, I'm a libertarian, right? I'm a lowercase L libertarian. I do not tell people what to do. That's generally uh, how I roll, right? That, that's our hallmark. Uh, you do what you want to do. I'm just pointing out that New York City, the government is run by leftists, the ju- obviously, the justice system is controlled by leftists. I'm just saying that if you go up there and you cause trouble, you're going to face the same sort of government, uh, you know, boot on the neck that the J6 people did. And maybe that's worth it to you. But think long and hard about it. Uh, a couple of uh, messages here uh, to Pete at the Pete Callender Show dot com. Uh, DK says, Pete. Let's see how much liberals like it if some conservative governors and mayors start declaring their areas sanctuary states and cities for conservatives and then refuse to cooperate with federal officials and protect conservatives. Suddenly, liberals will love law enforcement. Instead of going after illegal alien gangs and 2020 liberal domestic terrorists, the New York DA expends energy on former President Trump. Conservatives need sanctuary states and cities now to combat deep state persecution. 
Um, Obama and Hillary had hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign finance penalties, and it was all settled without any arrests. Oh, I, I'll never forget the... Um, so Barack Obama did two things when it came to the uh, campaign financing. Number one, remember he initially said that if his Republican opponent, who was not determined at that point, if his Republican opponent in the general election in 2008 would take the federal funding... He would as well. But if his Republican opponent did not take the federal funding and proceeded to raise unlimited amounts of money, well, then he would be forced to do the same. I I don't like it, but I would do it. Right. So he said that at a point when John McCain was his campaign was in a tailspin. And John McCain took out loans. Remember this? He took out loans and he used as collateral, essentially, uh, the promise to pay it back when he gets the federal money to run the presidential campaign. So it locked him in. But nobody thought he was going to win. And so then eventually he does. America, come back, kid. Yeah. And, uh, and then he comes back and he wins. And now he's the nominee. And Barack Obama says, uh, yeah, I, I know I said that, but uh, I'm going to break that promise. and I'm gonna just going to proceed to raise Unlimited amounts of money from everywhere and everyone. First president to do so since Watergate. So, uh, and he was never really called out for that. It was the first promise that he broke and he did it before he was even elected president. And it allowed him to outspend McCain like three to one. Because McCain was locked into uh, a certain amount of spending. It was like $200 million or something and and uh, Obama raised three quarters of a billion. He had so much money. Remember, he bought a roadblock on TV. Remember this? Right before the election, he bought a half-hour infomercial on every single channel all at the same time. You remember that? All the network TV stations? That's how much money he had. Oh, and by the way, they took down the safeguards on their fundraising website so as to prevent foreign money from being used in his campaign. There was a little, uh, there was a, a feature that you could turn on, and they they did they turned it off. They disabled it, so they got funded from foreign sources, which is illegal. But of course, after he wins, now he's in charge of the federal government agencies that investigate, and they didn't find anything worth investigating. So yeah, that's all. Like, like people think I'm I'm joking or something about impeaching Biden. No, I'm like, I'm I'm of the mindset now where. You get sworn in, you should be impeached the very next day. Just have it just have it open. Just be ready to go. File the articles of impeachment, maybe leave a couple lines blank or something, but you should, every president needs to operate under the understanding that this impeachment article, the articles of impeachment are like the sword of Damocles. It is about to chop you. Clay says, Pete, you always say the uh, the D next to the name as a political figure equals a giant shield. That keeps you from having to live by those standards that you expect everyone else to live by. Yes, the big D shield. This is glaringly obvious in this latest threat against Donald Trump. Bill Clinton was accused multiple times of rape in the years leading up to his two-term presidency. Barack Obama was found guilty of breaking campaign finance laws and paid $375,000 in fines for it. Hillary Clinton, also found guilty of breaking campaign finance laws, also paid a similar fine for it. I could go on, but what's the use? As to the language of protesting and taking our country back, 
Maxine Waters called for her supporters to get in the face of Trump supporters and let them know they're not welcome here, in her words, on live TV, right? Uh, by the way, Maxine Waters also pays her daughter 275 k to uh, answer phones at her office. Uh, our country is quickly dissolving into a banana republic in the news media, the print media. These criminals within our government must be exposed for the hypocrisy. But the leftists in the media who are able to ascribe a nullify motive will never allow that to happen. This political stunt of arresting Trump will set a new standard of targeted political lawfare that the left should be very wary of, but won't be. Oh, I did ask the Magic 8-Ball if Donald Trump would be arrested on Tuesday, and the answer was yes. So grab your popcorn. All right, we're going to get on to the bank situation, um, as well as the, uh, the China money going to the Bidens up next. Thank <laughs> you.